what to do with our pain. What to do with our pain. We are all in pain right now because everybody is home, at least a lot of folks, millions of people are home. They cannot work. They cannot go to school. Uh, businesses are closed because of the coronavirus. And it's painful. And uh, it has hit us in a horrible, horrible way. So I want to encourage us, since we are home, watching television, listening to videos, what have you, we may as well be encouraged by listening to a message like this. What to do with our pain. We do get wounded. And it does hurt. That happens. Happens a lot. And I was reading a story about a teenager who went to a country town. And they, the swimming places, they call them watering holes or swimming holes. And while he was swimming with a bunch of friends in these little ponds or lakes, as they call them, he, he was clipped by a stump of a tree branch that was floating by. And something on the branch punctured his leg. He received a horrible puncture wound in his thigh. And his friends saw him because they saw all the blood in the water. And they grabbed him out of the water, and then they, they had enough uh, about them to tie a tourniquet uh, around his leg with a T-shirt around his thigh. And then they rushed him to one of those little remote hospitals. They're not real hospitals, but, you know, they, they do a little bit of a medical job for any kind of emergency. And this hospital determined that the injury was not a bullet hole. Uh, so they cleaned it, stitched it up, and then they sent the teen on his way, figuring like everything was fine. And it appeared things were okay. Uh, and it appeared all was well until it wasn't. It just so happened that stitching a deep puncture wound that was recently submerged in pond water or lake water is exactly the wrong way to promote healing. A couple of days later, when the teen got back home in the city, a wicked infection, an abscess set in, and he had to be rushed to the hospital. Come to find out, the real hospital, <laughs> the modern hospital, said the best thing you can do about a hole in a leg or in the body uh, on a something that's hanging off like an arm or what have you, or a puncture wound, the best thing you can do is nothing. You clean the area, clean the wound, you bandage it, and you keep it clean, and you leave it alone. You see, our bodies are fragile, and they're resilient. And you know, as I was reading this story, this got me to thinking about other kinds of wounds, heartaches, pains, uh, what we're going through with this virus. A lot of people are hurting right now in various ways, and people are turning to all sorts of things, and especially the vaguely elements of the world, unfortunately. But left to themselves, our bodies may be able to heal and piece itself back together. But our heart, it works on a whole different plane. What do we do with a heart wound? Now, of course, the virus, the coronavirus is a physical thing. Uh, and it's affecting a lot of people. It's killing a lot of people. Thank God a lot of people are coming back from it. But... We still have other things out there that are hurting us. Uh, cancer hasn't taken a vacation. You know, hurricanes and floods haven't taken a vacation. Divorce haven't taken a vacation. And some of these are heart wounds. Uh, and isn't a heart wound 
a puncture? I'm not talking about that surface stuff like, you know, faux pas, social embarrassment. Uh, I'm not talking about some frustration or inconvenience. I'm talking about real hurt, like betrayal. Betrayal doesn't take a day off because we're going through the coronavirus. You know, I mean, uh, Judas is real. Abandonment is still real. Rejection is still real. In fact, let me just uh, recite this poem for you or this song. Uh, I'm not going to sing it, but I'm going to recite it for you. It's called On Top of Old Smokey. On top of old Smokey, all covered with snow, I lost my true lover for courting too slow. You see, for courting's a pleasure and parting's a grief, but a false-hearted lover is worse than a thief. You see, a thief will but rob you and take all you save, but a false-hearted lover will lead you to the grave, and then the grave will decay you and turn you to dust. Oh, but a false-hearted lover you never can trust. So you see that other stuff will sting you, but betrayal will hurt you to the core. This pain does not heal itself. It doesn't fade. It will charge you, your body to the max and it will change you into the worst person you could ever be. And you won't even know why it's happening. It's because your heart has been broken. I'll tell you one thing, Jesus would know. The Bible called him the man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. The Bible dedicates a whole book to lament and crying and sorrow. That's called Lamentations, in case you never read it. Throughout the Psalms, David pours out his heart. Uh, he's being chased by King Saul. He's being betrayed by close friends. He was hunted down by his own son. That's why David could write the Psalms. And that's why the Psalms mean so much to us, because they get to our heart where we are hurting. God does more than just hear us in our pain. And David knew that. That's why he would write and ask God, to help him. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, and so forth and so on. The, the, my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is my refuge and my strength. God doesn't wait for us to just to cry ourselves to sleep at night and then go to bed. God has a design for our grief. He infuses our mourning with promise. God shows us a pathway to turn our mourning into blessing and our mourning into dancing. Only God could do that. In fact, uh, in the Psalms, 30th uh, chapter, verses 11 through 12, it says, you have turned my mourning into dancing for me. You have taken my sackcloth and clothed me with joy that my soul may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. So we can be hurting really, really, really bad, but God is able to take that hurt and that pain and that sorrow and make it something joyful in the midst of our pain. And like a puncture hole in the leg, it depends on how well we treat the wound as to whether or not we're going to heal and heal properly. You see, our bodies speak to us 
and so does our heart. After the fall of man, we were subjected to death and disease. Yeah, yeah, when eating of that fruit, that's the fall of man, uh, the, the, the knowledge of good and evil, all of that, all of that came with that, and we're living it right now. But God had a plan. God designed us to flourish despite what we've gotten ourselves into. Wasn't it God who gave us hemoglobin that naturally slows and stops the bleeding anytime our skin is punctured? Yeah, God did that. God designed this intricate process by which signals trigger cells to form collagen and granulation tissue and finally new blood cells new blood vessels, uh, muscles, and skin, even our bones rebound. God did that hmm? because he knew, yeah, you're going to get some broken bones. You're going to have some puncture wounds. You see, in the vast majority of cases, all of this happens automatically because that's how God set it up, having pre-knowledge that we would fall into this kind of peril. The body just heals itself. Now, the heart, that's a whole different story. Our heart bears the mark of the fall, just like our body. While our body is subject to death, our heart has become dark and prone to wonder. I like the way the song, Come Thou Fout, says it in, I think, one of their verses. It says, Oh, to grace, how great a debtor. Daily, I'm constrained to be. Let that goodness, like a fetter, bind my wondering heart to thee. I'm just prone to wonder, Lord. I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart. Oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. You see, Right now, while we're home from this virus, a lot of people are looking at stuff they got no business looking at on the internet. Watching stuff on their videos they have no business watching because they're bored, because they're trying to find something to soothe their heart. Do you really think that is going to soothe your heart? It may soothe something, but it won't be your heart. It's going to mess you up. People are drinking right now, smoking more right now, because they're looking for something to help them through this pain. That's not the answer. The beggarly elements of this world are not the answer. Our heart becomes vulnerable to such lies as, nobody knows what's best for me. Nobody knows but me. Really? Really? I, I can be strong enough on my own. No, no, you can't. We all need each other right now. We are a community right now. We are a community of hurting people. When push comes to shove, I'm alone in this. You need to stop it. That, that's how you hurt yourself. You see, after all of this, here comes the hurt and the pain from poor decisions of the heart. Don't put pain on top of pain. Don't put hurt on top of hurt. Pain or a punctured heart has a way of bringing out the worst in us. There's some deceitful stuff, huh? Trying to figure out what to do with all of our hurt. Our heart can really fail us. You see, a wound causes pain, which makes us cry out for help uh, for the body. But the heart, it, it likes to obscure pain like we aren't really hurting. 
You know, we bury the wound thinking we're coping. You know, we, we fail to mourn like we should have. And the reason it's so bad to stitch up a puncture wound is that stitches can interfere with the body's ability to receive oxygen, which is essential to healing. Huh? Now, now listen, I'm going somewhere with this. What doesn't need oxygen is bacteria, the kind that thrives in a non-aerated environment. To bacteria, a dark anaerobic hole in the leg is a paradise. So that is why this team that we discussed earlier had an abscess in his leg. Whether the body or the heart, nothing good comes from a poorly treated wound. And those of us right now who are suffering from this virus, lost our job, away from our job, at home, don't treat this thing poorly. You'll just make it worse. Do something good. Do something wholesome. You see, heartaches and soul wounds don't just go away. To choose mere coping over mourning, whether it is stress eating or building emotional walls, our avoidance of the real issues will work just like stitches on a puncture wound. The injury appears closed, but we have simply made an environment where darkness and infection can fester. Be careful what you do with all this stuff that's going on in the world right now with this virus. You can make it worse. This illusion of relief has a short half-life and a nasty wake-up call in the end. You see, life peels back whatever layer we buried with our hurts beneath and reveal a nasty, nasty infection. Hmm? Avoidance never leads to real healing or comfort. And forget that nonsense of time heals all wounds. That is just not true. God will still help us, but we have to want and receive the help. Huh? You see, keeping a heart wound open and aerated, that's what we have to do. Talk to a trusted pastor a good friend, or a good counselor. Uh, they may very well be your gift of healing, and they can mourn with you. Loneliness doubles all hurt. Don't get alone. Get with somebody. We're a community. Do not hold up and hold in somewhere and be alone. I know we have social distancing, but you can still talk to somebody. Uh, loneliness doubles all hurt. On our own, it's so difficult to see ahead or to see any light. Get with somebody, even if it's just over the phone. A counselor can affirm that our hurt, what we're going through, is real and not something to just, quote unquote, get over. Oh, don't let nobody tell you. Girl, you just need to get over it. No, that's not how it works. You don't just get over heart wounds. They can help us chart a course that steers clear of self-pity and self-denial. They will urge us, a good counselor, to mourn because we need to do that. The body indicates it was created for wholeness. The heart healing reminds us that we need 
each other. We need community. Huh? We must be known and loved through what we're going through. Somebody has to care. We have to know somebody cares. Or we just go deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole. Huh? We ought to have someone we can trust and someone we can talk to. This is why the Psalms are so valuable. They name the caves and the valleys of the heart with beautiful precision. Hmm? Gets down to the specifics, showing us again and again that other people have been where we are and are going through the exact same thing. And right now with this virus, we're all going through it. Some of us hurting more than others, yes, but we're all going through it. Huh? They're hurting just like us. But we need to speak to God about this. Huh? Psalms gives us a language and a rhythm for mourning unto God. And it promises us that God hears our cry. Yes, opening up about hurt can be difficult. I get that. Some of us have gone through some stuff aside from, from COVID-19 that we, we just don't want to talk about. Well, you need to talk to somebody. Huh? There may even be shame attached, but our wounds are nothing to hide. Don't you hide these wounds? They'll only get worse. Hurt and pain is not sin. Huh? Not in and of itself. And it shouldn't be shameful. The pain we actually carry within ourselves is evidence of hope. It means that there's something better. Our heart is telling us it ought not be this way. Hurt and the pain of heart can be a sort of a compass. Instead of turning away, we ought to follow it and let the morning carry us home or lead us home. Get with somebody over the phone Get with somebody through whatever technology you have to be Skype, whatever, and say, let's talk about this so that we can find healing. Tamia, Deborah Cox, and Shep Crawford made a, a, a video, a song, and they're reaching out to everybody. I want you to listen to this song, and I want you to find healing. We all need to turn to God right now. God bless you. Listen to this song.
again, Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus for this message. We know we can count on you. Let us now help each other out of this horrible, horrible hole that we've dug for ourselves with this virus. Bless us, heal us, fix us, help us to rebound, but most of all, help us to turn to you now in our time of need and not to the beggarly elements of this world. Father, in the name of Jesus, this is our prayer. We thank you for the answer and the blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries, Weekly Encouragements by Nam Ware. Find it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. God bless you.